This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Hi and welcome to another exciting Bollywood download. It's the Raj and Pablo show, the number one Bollywood show on the BBC. Now, before we tell you about this week's Bollywood movement, let's throw back and hear some of the biggest stories from the last few days. Now, Jacqueline Fernandez is representing India in the remake of the Spice Girls wannabe video. Hashtag what I really want, really want, is part of a campaign called Project Everyone, aimed to tell world leaders what they really, really want to help improve their lives. In 2015, world leaders promised to put girls and women first when they signed up to the uh, Sustainable Development Goals to end poverty, fix climate change and tackle inequalities. The video is online and marked 20 years since the Spice Girls released the wannabe video. Victoria Beckham has seen the video and said how fabulous it was that after 20 years, the legacy of the Spice Girls' girl power is being used to encourage and empower a whole new generation. And we can now officially reveal Pablo's gifts of perceptions. What did you say about the Spice Girls, Pablo, when they first did wannabe? They're never going to last. One hit wonder, he said. I know. Um, anyway, continuing. Uh, Alia Bhatt has been in London shooting for Iron Mukherjee's next film, Dragon, with Ranbir Kapoor. At the same time, she's looking to follow in the steps of Priyanka Chopra and Irfan Khan and make her big break into Hollywood. And she said she's definitely has plans for the future. Now, Tommy Sandu caught up with her earlier in the week for a game of Desioki. Uh, you can catch it on the BBC Asian Network website and Facebook page. Hollywood actress Melissa McCarthy. Um, who starred in Bridesmaids in 2011 and St Vincent in 2014, has said that working in Bollywood would be a dream. She's recently told the Hindustan Times, and, and we quote, Honestly, I don't know if I could do it, but in my head and in my heart... Oh, my God, I would want that so much. Melissa, who has also co-starred alongside Nargis Fakhri in the blockbuster movie Spy, will be seeing the new Ghostbusters movie out on Monday. Now, we might be seeing Shah Rukh Khan's son in a movie one day. Speaking at an Eid press conference this week, Shah Rukh Khan revealed his son Aryan will be heading off to a film school in America. King Khan is prepping his son by making him watch as many classic movies as he can from Sholay to The Untouchables. Shah Rukh Khan is putting pressure, isn't putting pressure on his kids to follow in his footsteps, though. He said he'll be happy whatever the decision is. Here's a doting daddy. Now, Arjit Singh is on UK soil. After selling out Wembley last year, Arjit Singh returns. He's at the Barclay Card Arena in Birmingham tonight and the gig is hosted by our very own gorgeous Noreen Khan. Expect to see some amazing live tracks as well as a few hit covers before Arjit moves on to London next week. The big Eid release this week is Sultan starring Salman Khan, Anushka Sharma, Randeep Huda and Amit Saad. We got some inside stories from the movie's director Ali Abbas Zafar. Ali, welcome to the Rajan Pablo show. We are so excited about Sultan. How are you feeling? Well, um, I think I'm right now nervous um, and anxious. Um, that's what I can say because, you know, all all of last year we worked mm. towards making Sultan and finally it's over and I don't know what to do now. <laughs> no, no work left. No, Ali, <laughs> I'm getting out of job. Oh, no, not at all. Ali, it's, uh, we've heard 
you're not going to watch the movie in Mumbai, but you're going home to watch it with your mum and dad. Well, that's what I usually do, you know, because I'm not, uh, my family is not here. Mm. Um, my family stays in Dehradun, which is a small town in mountains. And I usually go and watch all my films with them because they don't like coming to Bombay. Uh-huh. Uh, they like to stay away from all this clamor. Uh, and uh, I think that's that's what I always do as a part of my ritual. I go uh, next day of the release and spend some time with them and take them to theatre and watch the film with them. So, uh, Ali, this is the first film that you've actually written with a specific hero in mind. Well, you know what? Um, I I just feel that uh, there are certain films when you um, and there are certain stories which demand a certain actor to be in it. Mm. Um, and when the uh, idea of Sultan kind of came to my mind, um, uh, I was very clear, and the producer was very clear that we need to do it with Salman for a lot of reasons because the kind of flamboyance, the kind of charisma, the kind of drama that that character kind of needed. Um, can only be compensated with with Salman's super uh, stardom, mm. you know, and the kind of persona he holds in his personal and professional life. Uh, uh, so we were very clear that you know, if we go ahead and convert the story into screenplay and dialogue draft, we sh- we really need a yes from Salman. And Salman is a very instinctive actor, you know. Mm. He doesn't take too much time in in kind of daily dialing and mm. thinking what he wants to do and what he doesn't want to do. So I went to him uh, with Adi and we narrated him a good 10-pager in like 20 minutes. And he kind of figured out what that character was. And, and in 20 minutes, he says, let's do it, you know. Um, it was the quickest yes that I heard from an actor. From a superstar actor. Yeah, yeah, that too from Salman Khan. But I think that's what makes him special, you know. Uh, what my realization of Salman Khan working in this one year has is that um, he's very strong on his instincts, hmm. you know. He's a very honest person. What you see is what you get. It's not that he will promise you something and then change his mind 50 times. Uh, he's not diplomatic at all. <laughs> I think that's, that's the reason that he always is in headlines. Um, you know, so so he's very straightforward and mm. he understood the character. He gave us the go-ahead. Then I wrote the script and came back to him. And uh, that's how Sultan started. So who is Sultan? Is Sultan a wrestler? Is he a Muslim within India? What is the basic premise of this? See, the thing is that it's not about whether he's a Muslim, Hindu, Sikh, Isai. He's an mm. Indian. You know, that's what the beauty of India is. It's a secular country. Mm. Uh, and we all, before we see what the, your religion is, we relate to you as human beings. And that is what we should do. Uh, he's just, his name is Sultan. Uh, but it's actually a journey of a... See, as the byline of the film says, that wrestling is not a sport, it's about fighting within. It's, it's, it's the fight that each one of us go through in every day of our life. So it's a very personal, introspective journey of this one man. And why he goes through this journey is what the film is all about. And girl being a very important part of that journey. So at heart, it's a relationship sports drama. Uh, and and because it's a Salman Khan film and because it's set in India where, uh, you know, at every wedding songs happen, you know, at every, you know, festive occasion songs happen, mm. it has the element of so-called Bollywood, which is which is song and dance. Um, and uh, and and of sport, a lot of sport in the most truest way. How did you manage to get Anushka Sharma? Now, she is not a Pilvan. 
she's not but, but you know uh, the the most interesting part of my research when i was traveling all over haryana uh-huh. uh, while writing the script was that when i was trying to find who the girl in sultan would be and in my research i came across these chapter of girls uh, in haryana who were wrestlers and and uh, in haryana in terms of their social political scenario mm. there are very few girls who are allowed to wrestle because it's considered a very manly sport yes. and that is why uh, in the local competition the girls wrestle boys oh, uh, of their weight uh, to you know kind of move ahead into the tournament and that was so fascinating uh-huh. to me i said this is the girl that i want to write about you know a girl who will wrestle boys to show and to make her presence feel is the girl that represent today's india and that is how anushka's character came into the film uh and uh, the beauty of that character and the beauty of wrestling that way is that it's a weight category game you know it's you can be uh, a 58 category and you can be a petite girl mm. and uh, you can fight a wrestler of another 58 category and you will only put that wrestler down not because of your strength but because of your technique you know so all these things because anushka's body type was very petite she doesn't mm. look like a wrestler uh, so when i showed her all the videos and after she kind of heard the script and she liked the script and her only concern was will i look convincing as a wrestler and i showed her all the photographs of the girls and the videos of the girls who were fighting and were were her body type she she kind of got really fascinated and um, i think when you watch the film she's done a brilliant job जग Jag Kumia, that's the female version and there's the male version as well. I have to say, I watched the film and this track actually came back to me It's again and again. I actually quite like it. Yeah. And I was thinking, where have I heard this? What film is it from? And you rack your brains for the lyric. It's such a magical track. Now, aside from all the wrestling, the movie has its fair share of romance, but director Ali Abbas Zafar says it's romance of a different kind. See, the thing is that it's a relationship film. The mm. only thing is that this is a relationship between two sports person, you know, two athletes. uh and that's the new part about sultan i think you know uh, and that is why when people say that it's looking real it's looking mm-hmm. pretty the realness is because uh their romance is not a quintessential romance that you will see in other yrf or yashraj films it's a little more rustic it's a little more brawly because mm-hmm. especially when you're a wrestler you the finesse of the body language is little more uh, rude and crow because that's how they become being in that mud for uh years um how did you that, how did you manage to get Sulman Khan because like throughout the film there's a progression of losing weight gaining weight and there's that scene in the trailer as well that really touches a chord when he looks at his big stomach thinking oh my god yeah. i'm old yeah. yeah so so that's that's the uh, see uh, you know i think um, that's what i said earlier in one of my interviews mm. that uh when you write a role for a big superstar all that role needs to supersede the star power and the stardom that he has at that point of time you know salman uh, kind of felt very challenged by the role of sultan mm. when i narrated it to him he thought that the role that was there on paper was challenging him as an actor and as a star and was breaking his image for all that he's known for you know he's known as a bible of bodybuilding in india mm. so when he heard the scene where he's completely out of shape and run down and he looks at himself uh kind of shook him mm. you know he said this is a new scene in a salman khan film 
he was very nervous to shoot that scene he pushed that scene over 3 months again wow. and again again wow. and again till the till one day i kind of sat him down and he said let's do it out of the blue you know so so and 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 i think that's you know like i feel all the actors are like they're like kids you know mm. they they just need that one little uh, kick uh in every film to kind of do something new which which when they look at they say that i tried tried something new mm-hmm. uh, which sultan i've tried to push the bracket uh quite a lot because he's being playing a real athlete uh in the most real way you know mm-hmm. all the wrestling message, uh, matches are shot with him uh and and he is uh, uh from a family of wrestlers you exactly know? yeah Uh, yeah so all of that kind of made him understand that this is one thing that I'll be proud of you know were you um, nervous about that because like when we hooked up with Salman uh, and we were with Salim as well his daddy and they were telling us about his background in the sense they come from their village from their background it was all wrestlers in the family he didn't knew how to wrestle but he knew about wrestling uh-huh. he knew about the moves because a lot of his cousins when he was growing up was wrestling uh, so when when he heard about wrestling he understood that you know i was trying to tap into something which is down his memory lane as a good mm-hmm. memory uh and that is what kind of brought that excitement you know one of his really uh salim uncles one of youngest mm-hmm. brother came uh on my set and we showed him around in the khalas the mud the real palwans it just became very personal to him uh and i think that's uh, that's what happens and that is where the magic actually happens when you kind of personalize your experience and bring it out in terms of your acting uh things become special um and i hope uh, you know all the hard work that salman has kind of put in into the film uh can get acknowledged by the audience i know i think it will all the hard work you've put into the film we're really looking forward to it ali can i just say good luck and as always a pleasure Thank you very yeah. much, Rod. Arsalila Charia checked in with the news of Shahrukh Khan and Salman Khan reaffirming their friendship and how our Bollywood heroes are turning into superheroes. And um, now someone who's um, who's probably smiling is um, Salman. Now the record-breaking numbers after the release of Sultan this week, um, and uh, people are going crazy about comparing Salman to Dharamji. Yeah, you know they all say that. You know we always love comparisons. whether it's sport or whether it's cinema they always say that rajesh khanna uh, is like a shahrukh khan you know where the people are just crazy about him mm. but they say that dharamji and salman khan and dharamji of course loves salman khan as well in the way he start dances in the way he smiles in the way his body language is in the way his muscles are the way women go crazy about dharamji even now and they do so about salman khan as well so i think that's the big comparison and you know salman does the films like he wants to do as far as his box office power is concerned It is second to none, and maybe only Rajnikant comes close by. And I say this, knowing that the army of Rajnikant fans would probably rival Sultan and Salman's fans. Now, what numbers? You know, this is mm. historic. The third day, 105.5 crores beating Bajrangi Bhaijan, and it might actually be insane to actually think that it'll come close to 200 crores by the time Sunday night is done, which is crazy. You know, I know everyone says that it's Eid and it was a holiday weekend, but I know for a fact that. if it's breaking and creating history it's obviously never been done before so even every single time a film like sultan or salman films come out you know always never show i mean uh, you're you're telling me prem ratan mumbai was a badly received film it made 220 crores so if salman is being judged on 200 crores as being a bad film 
And as people, I've been told that a lot of people wanted to boycott Sultan because of all his comments. I want to know one thing. Where are all those people that boycotted this film? Because it's breaking every number and every record. So I think uh, as far as his box office potential is concerned, he's untouched and he is beyond a doubt the biggest superstar in the last 10 years in all kinds of Indian cinema. And in that, I include Tollywood, Bollywood, South cinema, everything. There is nobody bigger than Salman Khan as far as a box office tour is concerned. Yes, there may be others uh, that may be bigger or smaller, but even an Amir Khan had a talash. A talash never hit 100 crores. You have to remember that. Salman's worst film in the last 10 years has been Jeho, and that itself also broke the 100 crore mark. So I think you need to give credit which is due. Uh, it's his 10th 100 crore film. It's a record. He's alone where that's concerned. And he is absolutely in an untouchable space right now. And give him credit. He worked really hard for Sultan to make the body, to get the fights going. And I really loved it. Uh, has he been doing anything celebrating? I think it's, you know, he's beyond celebrating. You know, I met him after Bajrangi as well. He was just happy that it got received well. I don't think he really celebrates in that zone. He's, for him and for the industry, this film was extremely, extremely important. It is the first bona fide super hit of 2016 in what has been a horrendous year, box office-wise, for the industry. So I think everyone looks at Salman Khan to sort of bring back cheer. And I think that's the pressure that he walks around with. It's not like he has a celebratory party ever. He would have celebrated, actually, if a Jeho had done well. Mm. Because I remember him telling me that's the only film where they kept the ticket rates down. And I think he keeps saying this over and over again. If a film of his makes two, 300 crores, it's only good for the industry because he's now charging a fixed amount that there is. So I don't think there's a celebration. There's no wild celebration. Neither does Akshay Kumar nor mm. Shah Rukh or whatever. I think they understand it. They're supposed to deliver the hits. Yes, if it doesn't do well, then there's gloom. Um, and uh, let's talk a bit about Salman and Shah Rukh Khan. I mean, there's a friendship growing there, isn't there? Yes, it's going back to the older years now. You know, uh, the other day we'd read reports of how they were cycling together. So we met Shah Rukh recently at Mannat. You know, some of my boys had gone there to check up on him. And he said that he actually oh, uh, goes very often now, maybe twice or thrice a week, to catch up with Salman late night. And that's when Salman said, you've got to stay healthy, so let's cycle back to your place. And that's what they were cycling back. And in not so many words, he even hinted that they might actually be working together or trying to get the casting coup of the last century, I think. Amir Khan also, maybe. Wow. Everything has been worked out. Of course, if you have the three Khans in that film, that might be the first film to break a thousand crores because for two months, there will be no film that will come out. But of course, it's going to take a lot of money and resources in the right script. But with Shah Rukh Khan meeting Salman two or three times a week regularly, uh-huh. it's going to be more than just hi and hello. Um, that is going to be a huge box office smash. Uh, but still, let's talk about this new trend of superhero films. Um, Tiger Shroff and Ranbir Kapoor, are they jumping on the bandwagon? Yes, Tiger Shroff already has. Flying Jut, the teaser is out. He's, it's looking fantastic. It's, I think Rithik Roshan was in a zone of his own when he used to first do the Chris series. And uh, actually, now when you look back and think, how Krish 3 was made. You know, they tried really hard and they succeeded to a large extent. Shahrukh tried it with the Ra 1. Some sequences were great in that, but it wasn't overall, you know, up to mark. And he agrees today. Even though kids today still like to be R1 and G1, you know, I still say that. But uh, now the two new young boys and young generation, Tiger Shroff has a huge fan following and so does Ranbir Kapoor, especially with the young generation. And Ayan Mukherjee and Ranbir Kapoor are going to be making a superhero film. He's going to be, uh, you know, working out big time. And that's so those who've never seen Ranbir Kapoor with a body now are going to see one. 
And Tiger Shroff's teaser is already out. So I like this new trend because Balaji is backing this Tiger Shroff flying jut, which Remo D'Souza is directing. Mm. And uh, Nathan Jones, this big WWE wrestler, is in that. So they try to pull out all the stops, and these are going to be expensive films. And if they do well, like the, I always say, the largest audience is the kids. Because if the kids mm. go watch the movies, the parents have to go. And that's why Salman's films always win. So if the kids now go with Tiger Shroff, mm. it's a win all the way. So will he be like Superman wearing his underwear outside? He's actually wearing a big cape, like uh, mm. uh, like uh, Rithik Roshan and Chris Tree, except that it's not blue, uh, black, it's blue uh-huh. in colour. And he wears a little bit of a semi-turban, so to say. It's a very Indianized, the flying jut, because of course he's a jut. Yeah, good yeah. for him, good for him. And uh, can you tell us like, how the CBFC leaks have now almost sabotaged the Great Grand Musty release? Absolutely, I can tell it on authority Go that on. I've seen so many people who has this who have this film on Twitter. I've been sent the entire leaked film, and I feel so bad for the guys. I, as a principal in a room, don't ever watch such things, and I always tell all my fans and all people to say, never do this. So much of hard work has gone into a film like this, and now the 22nd release date had to be shifted to the 15th, knowing that they would come against uh, Salman and Sultan, but they have no choice. But what's actually happened is quite interesting. Now that Grand Musti has leaked a little bit, and you know, you're going to have to watch it on the 15th, it's Salman versus Vivek Oberoi for the first time in God knows how long at the box office. Oh, of course, Ooh. of course. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's, a, that, that's another way of looking at it. Yes, you know? yes, 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 yes. Well, Salil, thank you very, very much. We'll catch up with you again next week. Salil Acharya there telling us um, about what's been going on in the world of Bollywood. Alongside my review this week of Sultan, Bollywood fan and journalism student at Roehampton University, Anuj Rajia gave us his thoughts on the movie, this weekend's big movie release, Sultan. Now we're going to be joined by Anuj Rajia, who's a journalist student from Roehampton, uh, to get his views on the movie. But before that, uh, Raj, you caught the movie, didn't you? I did indeed. Go on, tell us. It's the big Eid release. And by the way, happy Eid to everyone that's celebrating. I'm so excited. I'm always excited about a Salman Khan movie. But this is him in a different avatar. Um, it's not about debung and the whole comedy kind yeah. of like, you know, an internal look at himself. This is about him as a serious actor. And I have to say, it's brilliant. Is, there, mean, a lot, is there a lot of kind of angst in this movie there's a lot of wrestling in it well yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I won't say it's a wrestling story it's a love story set in Haryana and it's brilliant and magical to see a story about real India do you think do you think um, do you think it needed that kind of love element to it seeing as it's a wrestling movie it's not a wrestling movie oh I see it's not a wrestling it's a love story with wrestling as integral part okay so um, do you want to give us a mark out of five um, I would give this um Probably a four out of five. Right, so four out of five uh, from Raj. Uh, let's go over to Anuj Radia, who's a journalist student from Roehampton, who also caught the movie. Um, uh, welcome to the Raj and Pablo show on the BBC Asia Network. How are you doing? Hi, Pablo. Hello. Very nice to meet you all and hear from you all. <laughs> Absolutely uh, love the song, Baby Co Baseball Sunday. Absolutely fantastic song. <laughs> so, um, you just heard what Raj had to say there. He's given it a, a four out of five. Uh, let's get your take on the movie. Well, I do... Uh, okay, so I think... I would probably give it three and a half, but okay, before I come to the rating, I think it was a very good film. I mean, providing that, you know, this role was a lot more serious, like, you know, Raj um, mentioned, it's a lot more, you know, his, his role is a lot more natural. He's not the quintessential um, Bollywood masala hero. He 
is someone who's real, who's fighting with his own self. And, you know, as soon as I saw this and I heard this line, there was a line which um, is mentioned in the trailer, which is wrestling is not a sport, but it's about fighting what lies within. You know, that line just kind of... India's elite style of characters, you know, like in Rockstar, we had Ranbir Kapoor mm-hmm. and in Tamasha as well, who fights within himself and tries to self-discover. And I absolutely loved that theme. You know, I think this is one of Salman's best performances of, you know, for after a very, very long time. I mean, I liked him in Badrangi, but um, I think in this film, he was fantastic. And Anushka Sharma, girl, you know what? That girl is dynamite. <laughs> I, wasn't sure, I wasn't really sure about her beforehand, but I think... You know what? I think you know what she's she's ready to take over Bollywood. I think I think all the other actresses need to seriously like up their games because I'm telling you, Anushka is going to set to take Bollywood by storm. <laughs> so yeah. Did the story keep you gripped? Yes, I mean the story was very. I mean, like, like Raj mentioned, I mean it is a love story. It is not a wrestling film, but the way it was coated, it, it could have been easily cliched, and it could have been really like. Oh God, here we go again. That similar like Bollywood masala love story. But you know what? That wasn't the case. It was, it was a fresh angle towards it, you know, in, in the film. So I really liked that. But I did feel, however, just towards the second half, I thought the two hours and 15 minutes is a bit of a long duration. But luckily, the pace does not drop. It's very consistent. The storyline is perfect. The narrative just flows well. So, you, you know, the person, you know, the audience does not get bored. It keeps you gripped throughout. And I think that's the best that thing that Ali Abbas Nafar has got right with this one because it could have easily been quite boring and, you know, you feel like like stretching and having a look at your WhatsApp messages or Facebook whilst the film's running, but luckily that wasn't the case. So it, it does keep you gripped throughout. Um, and uh, a final question about the soundtrack. Um, does it have relevance? Does it carry the movie on? Does it, uh, did it work with the soundtrack? Mm. Well, actually, I'm glad you asked me this question because I thought I was really afraid because when I saw the song Thomas, especially Baby Go Bass for Santa and all that, I thought, oh God, it might be just there for screenplay of convenience. It might not actually fit well. But I must say, the songs weave very well with the movie. I mean, to to be honest, we hear that, um, you know, there's that chant that Kun Meteri Miti, Miti Metera Kun, that whole um, verse is repeated throughout the film. So, you know, we're always just like reminded of, you know, how powerful Sultan is, how a wonderful Wester is. One thing I'm a bit gutted about because there's this really beautiful song which is sung by the Nuran sisters called um, Tuk Tuk. And I was a bit gutted that they didn't put that song in because I absolutely love that song. I think the Nuran sisters are the fantastic singers and I think they should have put that song in just to make, make him rise up again, just to motivate him again because it's a really, you know, yeah, I think it was definitely an enjoyable film to watch with any, like, with your uh-huh. friends. And uh, were you happy with the chemistry of Salman and Anushka? Yes, I was. I actually really was. I, I, I mean, to be honest, I've kind of seen their rapport in, like, series like Big Boss and, you know, when they're on award functions and when they have their little, like, you know what Salman Khan is like. Yeah, just yeah. Very funny and very, you know, easygoing. So I was, I mean, to be honest, I saw their chemistry just through the way they used to just talk on shows and stuff. And actually seeing the chemistry, you can actually feel the love. I think the chemistry was amazing. I mean, to be honest, I'm thinking, I'm treading a bit of, you know, dark water. Uh-huh. But I actually preferred Salman Khan and Anushka Sharma's Jory in comparison to Shah Rukh and Anushka from... Ooh. Ooh. You're just causing a bit of a wedge there again, Ooh. aren't you? It's controversial. <laughs> Very. It's all right. <laughs> um, but you gave us your mark earlier. Remind us what it was. What are you giving it out of five? Yeah. I would give it two and a half out of five. It potentially had a four, but if, the, if it was a bit more short, like two hours and 30 minutes, that would have been a definitely, you know, short shot four for me. But uh, yeah, definitely. Listen back to the full show via BBC iPlayer and hear Ritik Roshan's favourite track from the forthcoming movie Mohindra Daro. 
Hey guys, it's all about Bollywood on the Rajan Pablo Show. If you've got anything you want to ask about Bollywood or even give an opinion, you can email us at rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk. Don't forget, you can listen live every Saturday from 10am to 1pm here on the BBC Asian Network. Until then, take care. Bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.